Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show. This morning is Jake and our sponsors today, the CCA Star Tournament, the Texas Stars going on, Texas Insider Fishing Report, and the Belleville Meat Market. All right, looking at weather. It's real nice again this morning. <laughs> Man, where'd all this good weather come from? I'm not complaining. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Right now, it's 73 down on the island in Galveston. Today, we're looking at partly cloudy skies with a high of 84. East-southeast winds 5 to 10. And then for tonight, generally clear skies, low of 76. Southwest winds 5 to 10. And then for tomorrow, mainly sunny, high of 86. West-southwest at 5 to 10. It doesn't get much better. Maybe the direction could be different, but uh, at least it's not a lot of wind. We shall take it. Tides for today. These are Galveston Channel Tide predictions. We're back on two tides again, so we'll get a better better movement of current anyway. Looks like we have a high at 527 a.m. this morning. It's a 1.6. Then we have a low tonight at 938 p.m. It's a negative 0.4. 620 a.m. sunrise, 815 or 814 p.m. sunset, and our moon phase, 92%. It's real bright. Clear sky and a lot of moon phase this morning. Uh, Sunday night will be the first full moon of the month. And looking at current conditions right now, uh, the buoy offshore is showing just basically nothing. Uh, the wind direction is not available and the gusts are up to zero. It's dead calm offshore. Uh, 83 degrees out there, water temperature. Looking at the Galveston Channel, it's north at 1. Eagle Point, it's west-northwest at 5, and Morgan's Point, dead calm. So um, pretty neat. It's calm across the board. We love seeing that. It's pretty incredible. We shall take it. All right, well, let's get to our phone lines. Let's uh, go down to the Tri-Bay area and check in with a hammer down there and see what he's doing. Captain Glenn Hammond, good morning, sir. What's up? Captain Mickey, top of the morning to you, brother. Top of the morning, buddy. Hey, two miles an hour. Looks like it's a little bit of north 
east a minute ago was showing north and northwest. But yeah, it's just uh, variable. <laughs> barely any wind. So don't uh, be don't be putting that doom and gloom forecast out to our customers like that. You know, our oh, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> no, this this is what we've been waiting for. It's a little calm down, but uh, our beach. Well, we've, we've definitely had it. It's uh, we we have. It's been amazing. We have, yeah. It's uh, uh, actually doable all the way up and down the coast if you're a beach goer. So, uh, with that light wind and that water has been absolutely gorgeous on the beachfront. And uh, we fished. Uh, uh, we we had a tough time yesterday. Well, first of all, let's get through Tuesday and Wednesday. It took a couple of days to to wind down after all the people that were down here over the weekend. <laughs> Uh, you never seen the like a like a cars and vehicles in your life. Yeah, I heard the crowds were just man. You could stir them with a stick. Yeah, we huddled in. We didn't go anywhere, man. We stayed right at the house and had plenty to do. But uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, just kind of watch people getting on out of here. It was kind of peaceful to just sit on the front porch and not not watch traffic as far as you could see, but. No, everybody went home uh, as of Monday night. It started winding down. Tuesday and Wednesday was really calm. Uh, beachfront, like I said, looking real, real good. Water started cleaning up. Man, I was ready to go. I booked a party at 3 for uh, yesterday, and I chose to go in the afternoon because of the morning tides. Just didn't seem like it was uh, the it was going to be the tides that we wanted. It just wasn't, wasn't too much movement, so... Uh, I had them meet me at one thirty yesterday. We were on the water at 2 o'clock. Didn't get off the water till about 6 o'clock. And we struggled. Uh, we struggled. But these three guys, I kept them busy, kept them fishing. We uh, we had some croakers. We had uh, we had some live shrimp and used popping corks. We free-lined them. Did all kind of things, man. I couldn't. We never caught a sand trout. We never never caught a croaker. Uh, I think we got a piggy or two, but uh, really strange. It was really strange. We were fishing, you know, once that current started going out about 3 o'clock, 3.30, I mean, it was screaming. And anybody that fishes the San Luis Pass area knows, uh, <laughs> man, that's some strong current down there, buddy. The closer you get to the Gulf, the, the, it seems like the harder the current flows. But it was it was flowing. Had a long outgoing uh, yesterday afternoon. We thought we were going to whack them, but it just didn't turn out that way. Ended up, uh, uh, thank goodness, these guys had a freezer full of fish that they were going to thaw out and have a big giant fish fry and a crawfish bowl this weekend. Didn't care if they caught them or not. So they tell me this after we got we got one red fish in the box and fix them, put the second one in there. He goes, they go, you want that fish? And I went, well, we already got one in here. He goes, you want them? And I went, no, I, you know, I'll, I'll take one of them. And <laughs> we had a 20, 20 to 24 inch in the box. He goes, well, let it go. So I let it go. We let another one go, a real nice red at the boat. So they had three they actually could have kept, and that was it. We didn't have one keeper trout. Uh, we call one deep trout. And all the bays I went, I went to Christmas, I went to Bass Drop. Uh, I fished a cold pass area, went out around Bird Island on the West Bay side. Uh, man, I, I 
I thought I knew what I was doing, buddy, but we couldn't we couldn't get them to bite, man. Uh, the pressure was sitting up there around thirty inches, just a little above. You know, last night I looked at it and it was done three. It was twenty nine eight five. I'm looking at twenty nine eight eight today. Uh, it's, it shows it shows the pressure on my phone dropping, and uh, and it shows it holding steady at twenty nine eight eight. But I think that had something to do with us. A deep blue sky we had over us. Maybe it was a little high pressure or something. I'm trying to think of every excuse I can. To, uh, to put a spin on it, but it was just tough fishing, man, for an afternoon. I even had my bimini. I was ready to put it up. I carried a little bitty umbrella that I put over my live well. I have a big old brute. Uh, it's like a regular-sized garbage can, and uh, I turned it into a live well, made me a lid for it, and uh, I put a I put a little umbrella over that thing yesterday just to keep that water. Of course, I got oxygen running in it, and that keeps little air bubbles uh yeah, it auction keeps it cool and does a good job. It keeps it cool. Yeah, it does. But uh, it's one of the one of the Boyd's one stop uh, uh, oxygen response system. I've yes, got sir. two or three of them I used back when uh, I fished tournaments. They they mm-hmm. really work good on keeping fish alive and bait. Well, I'll tell you what we with all that bait we had, uh, I, instead of dumping it, I called. Of my neighbor, Captain Frank, <laughs> we Frank, ate our bait. Oh, hell. Oh, heck, I mean, excuse me. Heck no. <laughs> People ask me that all the time. What about that? What about eating them? I said, dude, there ain't a bit of telling where these shrimp have been, where they came from, what tanks they've been in. They've swapped around. They went from a shrimp boat to a tank, and then they, oh, no, no. Just it don't, don't matter. Look at the bay they came out of. That's the deal. <laughs> Hey, at oh, least yeah. they were purged in somebody's shrimp tanks. <laughs> yeah. No, they do that. But, uh, nah, we ain't, we ain't into all that stuff. But anyway, it was, uh, we had one black drum we could have kept. They let it go, let the reds go. Uh, just couldn't get on the trout. I don't know what the deal was. I just, just, just couldn't get on the trout, man. It just wasn't happening for us yesterday afternoon. Just, uh, just a scant amount of throwbacks like i said i couldn't get sand trout normally this time of year you're getting all kind of stuff uh we did foul hook a menhaden uh they were thick (laughs) now that that could have been a deal there there was a lot of seagulls and a lot of uh, pelicans working in the area but they were working over big old giant shad or menhaden uh right you can see you can see those flipping on the top of the water and everything, every, every once in a while you see something bust into them and, and make a big old splash. But uh, uh, we tried tried throwing in some of that stuff, too, to no avail. Uh, we got into the gap tops again. That seems to be a positive. Uh, <laughs> one thing for sure, you can catch some old snot sharks. They're, uh, they're, they're available in the area. I don't, I don't know if I can remember ever seeing this many. Catfish, man, hardheads and and skip uh, hardheads and uh, sailfish, gap tops, sail cats, yeah, sail cats, man, oh man, they can sure fight. They're the fighting son of a gun, but then you gotta you gotta get that big slimy son of a gun off that hook, dude. It usually takes a day and a half, two days to clean all the slime off of it. It's all good, man. Our bait camps are holding some decent bait. We had some real really nice croakers yesterday, the little slimy ones. These mm-hmm. some guns or 
probably a little less than three inches long, got plenty of slime on them. You know, a lot of people take care of their bait. You know, some people wouldn't know the difference, but you can go into some bait camps and you get those croakers, and if you look at them, they've kind of got red marks on them, and they hardly have any scales on them, and uh, they're just yeah, they were rough. drug through the net too long. You bet, you bet. They uh, they they drag them for too long. It beats them up, and then they they just ain't the ones that you want to use, man. You you find some people, and they got these your they got these purification systems on these tanks now down here at these bait wells. And it it looks like something out of Star Wars, buddy. It looks like a robot or something, but it's it's turning that old dirty salt water into crystal clean water in those yeah. tanks in their bait wells. And, and that's a I was a, observing it yesterday, buddy. That's a really really nice deal, man. That's some clean looking salt water you get. But anyway, mm-hmm. once you once you get out there and get ready to fish, I always take my bucket and. And take that old ditch water out of there, put some good fresh salt water in there, and change, change that. And I got a, I've got shrimp, and croakers for Captain Brandon. I told him he could have all that bait, man. I wouldn't, have, I could have dumped it, but he said, no, hang on to it. So he's got an oxygen system too, so he'll be able to use it. He's got a trip this morning. I said, take what you need, man. If it's if it's dead, leave it there. I'll feed it to the seagulls. But no, man, we had plenty of oxygen on my bottle last night. And, and uh, it should have kept that bait, man. That's that's what I love about that stuff, and especially when it's nice and cool, man. That bait stays alive and hoppy and jumpy and real spunky. And anyway, that o- that oxygen system puts it on them, buddy. But it anyways, does. Just to, just to have a boat of guys that didn't care if they caught uh, fish or not. Well, they wanted to catch them, and they didn't care about keeping them. And it doesn't happen that often. Usually, it's just the opposite, or usually they want to catch them and keep them. You know what I'm saying? But these guys, yeah. you know, this time, Hammer, we're just out. To, we come to visit you. So I found that kind of hard to believe. Anyway, they uh, <laughs> they went on home with a smile on their face. Had a good time last night. So anyway, I got a well. That's I got, good. I got a 24 inch redfish in the box. Melinda and I are gonna. We ain't gonna eat it right now, but uh, I do have a redfish in the box, so got got to do a little cleaning this morning. Other than All that, right, man, buddy. Well, traffic's real slow and things look good down here this morning, bud. All right, couldn't be better. All right, Glenn, throw them out a number. Somebody wants to call you about coming over in the Tri Bay area and hooking up. Yes, sir, Captain Mickey. They can reach me at seven one three two zero eight zero six eight three. Always a pleasure, buddy. Y'all have a great day. All right, Glenn. Thanks. See you, man. Yes, All right. That's the hammer in the Tri-Bay area. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament. It started last weekend. It'll run all summer long through Labor Day, and it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. Take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions, 120 tagged redfish released in inshore Texas waters, and other species inshore to fish for, like gaff top, drum, sheephead, flounder, offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Star Tournament's brought to you by great sponsors like Mercury Marine, Shiner Bach, Hall Power Polaris, Mountie Boats, Texas Fishing Game Magazine, ABC 13, Cryptek, 
and Coastline Trailers, just to name a few. Go to startournament.org, call 713-626-4222, and sign up today. Payne and Pendergast. The Houston Texans will have joint workouts, Seth, with the Miami Dolphins in Houston and the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. I love the combined practices because I think there is a tendency to delude yourself about how good your team is sometimes when all you do is practice against your own team. Wake up with Sean and Seth, 6 to 10 every morning on Sports Radio 610. If you're looking to improve your angling skills, catch Texas Insider Fishing Report on Bally Sports Southwest and AT&T Sportsnet every Thursday through Saturday. This 60-minute show delivers up-to-the-minute inshore and offshore reports from local guides as well as the latest rigs, techniques and full reviews on fishing gear the state is broken down into three categories three saltwater three freshwater regions from bass on the lakes to tuna on the rigs texas insider fishing report will improve your fishing skills and keep those lines tight. sports radio 610 presents the outdoor show with captain mickey eastman we got bob Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. It's 418 here in the Bayou City. Now let's run up to Fayette County Reservoir. Let's check in with Mr. Bob Green this morning. Bob, good morning. How are you, man? Well, fine and dandy. How are you? Couldn't be better. It's all good. <laughs> well, good. That's good to hear. Yeah, fishing has been really good. So, I mean, Still good, huh? Two or That's three awesome. Weeks. Yeah. Uh, Still got, still got uh, uh, chasing shad. You know, first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was actually comfortable yesterday morning, and and, and just enough breeze during the day to kind of, kind of keep you, you know, keep the sweat dried up off of you. But uh, that water's in really good shape. It looked like it may have dropped just a few inches. I noticed where the boat was sitting in the dock you know it, it was down maybe a couple of inches and all but other than that it, it's it's still full we're we're doing okay on water good uh, of course it's always stained so you can't really say oh it's you know clear because it's always got that greenish stain to it but other than that good shape fish are cooperating i mean really really well i mean really for everybody that i've seen out here catching fish uh, the ones around you, 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 you can see them pulling in, you know, several fish and good size fish. You know, I think I mm-hmm. told you that last week that, that every trip we're catching a, you know, some good solid fish, you know, anywhere from the five to six pound range. Not, not every cast, of course, they don't even make anything. Anybody tells you, oh, we, 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 you know, we didn't catch fish under five pounds. You know, I think, okay, yeah, let's, you know, let's straighten that story out just a little bit. So. Every once in a while, there'd be a little dink in there somewhere, but it yeah. is. It's really it's, it's it's a mixed bag right now. You never know what that next cast is going to bring, uh, which is uh, pretty exciting. Water temperature was eighty five, eighty five point seven something like that yesterday, but it had gotten up to uh, a little higher than that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, on them really still days, but. But anyway, I mean the the Carolina rigs working. There was there was one. I guess it was one day this week that just about everything you threw out there would catch some type of a fish, or a fish. I mean, and 
I caught a goo yesterday. That's the first time I've caught a goo, and I can't even remember how long. <laughs> Old freshwater drum I hit, and uh-huh. I, I told him, I said, I don't know. This is some kind of crappy fish on here. Maybe it's catfish or, or something, and, and thought maybe even a even a, a tilapia or something. But no, it, it, that goo's kind of like it. He just keeps digging down, trying to go deeper and deeper. Right, uh, yeah, probably probably a two pound goo, something like that. You, know, you used to see them all the time. They they they'd get under schooling fish, right? And uh, I guess they're cleaning up the junk that they're stirring up and all. But uh, I haven't seen that in a long time. That's unusual. So maybe maybe if find a goo tells you you're gonna start schooling again this summer. I catch hey. a lot of at Conroe. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I probably told you that. Well, anyway, one of them days we kept a bunch of them goose for somebody wanted to keep them. So, yeah, yeah, it was it was nasty. Cause that live well was really nasty because the cooler got full. Started throwing them in the live well, and they threw up all kind of junk. Had to flush out the lines from the gravel <laughs> that was in there. Had to back flush it. Oh my god, never again on that. Yeah, I heard they're not as good at eating as a saltwater drum. No, I, would, I wouldn't. I've think never so. eaten one, so I couldn't, you know, say for sure. But no. no, I've eaten a tilapia before, but I've never eaten one out of this lake. But you know, I've eaten them, you know, from the store. So uh, I don't know which would be better. At least we know where these live, uh, in in pretty nice water, anyway. But, uh, yeah, each, each trip we've had in the last three weeks or so, it's, it's, everybody's been pretty happy with it because, you know, it's enough to get there. Even if fishing is a little slow in times, I mean, we hit a – it seemed like we hit a little lull somewhere after about 8.30 or something like that, and you got to feel that you, you're just not catching them real fast. And again, it just depends on where you're at and 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 what you're fishing. It's got uh, fish on it or not. But uh, uh, when I was saying there was different things they were hitting, there's one day I only had one one man in the boat, and uh, he would throw a, a Ned rig for a minute and catch a fish, and he'd throw a, a, a brush hog for a minute with a dip tail on it and catch a fish, and then. Throw the Carolina rig back out there and, and, and you know catch them on it like that. So, but they got off of the, and of course tomorrow they could be right back on it. But they got off of the uh, red bug, the little thin, uh, thin worm, and started wanting that uh, little thicker uh, brush hog, the, the baby yeah. brush hog, and you. You dip that tail in that little chartreuse, and 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 just the movement from that thing, especially on a Carolina rig, it's you know it's moving along uh, pretty good. And and they switched over to that uh, this week and last week. You know, it was red bug, a shady watermelon candy, you know, a finesse worm uh, out in out in fourteen to eighteen foot of water. And, and and nearly and nearly everybody I saw that was either fishing a point or a roadbed, you you would you you'd see the water splashing around. So, and it, it's kind of odd with that moon the way we've got it. You know that 
I think if you look up about what six o'clock in the afternoon, that moon's nearly straight up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then before, uh, when I get up in the morning, you know, a little before four, you look out there to the west, and it and it's and it looks like it's up pretty high. But by the time you get ready to go get in the truck and drive out, it's gone. You know, it's it so. Uh, it didn't hurt the early morning bite like I thought it might. You know, have we normally a lot of times you'll get a you know, yeah a little thirty minute bite and then and they're done like like you might have should have been there an hour earlier. But that's kind of that's kind of how it's going right now. I, I can't say fishing's bad. It's it's been really good. So uh, we'll see what happens with the next week. Well, since I don't, since I don't get out there on the weekends, there's too much to do around this house. And can't blame you. Spend everything. You know, it well, seems you know when you get older, you should have less things to do. But I think it's like more Gee. things to do. I mean, you got to take a couple of days a week off from fishing just to run the household. No, oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, the the yards need mowing, the fences need weed eating. Uh, yeah, uh, just always, always something around here. So, of course, when you got a <clears throat> when you got a zero turn lawnmower, your wife and normally get on it and start mowing. I looked out there, <clears throat> I didn't even notice him mow the mow the pasture. <clears throat> Pardon me, hang on a second. <clears throat> He got on the riding 60-inch lawnmower and mowed the pasture where the goats were. I mean, it, it had got tall enough, all I could see were the head and the horn sticking up. <laughs> Next thing you know, I see feet and ho- hooves, toes, and everything. <laughs> uh, but I didn't notice it for about three or four hours. <laughs> uh, so you, you have some anyway. goats? Oh, I got two of them pet goats that started out with all of them had we had six at one time and of course every one of them was named after harley davidson motorcycles and uh yeah there was there was a uh, soft tail there was uh fat uh, boys all <laughs> yeah there was fat boy there was, uh, whatever the seven names were but yeah. we're down to two after that whatever it was killed two nearly killed a third one uh so we we've, we've lost a few just from old age and so the, these two now I lock them up every night in their own little pen and uh, let them out every morning. So yeah, it's just Keep one the mountain lines off of them. It's the only thing I can think of that could have done that. Oh, yeah. 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 We had a guy out there on the bay by us that had some goats, and he he was losing one a week. Mm-hmm. He could see where well, the there was tracks where they were that, dragging yeah. it under the fence. Yeah, see, I... And, and this, all these, this fence out in this pasture here is all, there's, there's just no way that they can get over that fence. It's a steel fence and, uh, uh, I don't know. And, and you know, they, they, the, the text parts while I came out, they sent somebody out here to look and, well, it's probably kind of old. I'm thinking, uh, not, not going over the fence. I watched no, a video totally. one time, a guy I know that had a high fence ranch. There was a video of a huge bobcat, I mean a big one, and it uh, grabbed a fawn and uh, climbed a high fence over the top of it with that fawn in his mouth. Isn't that something? 
Yeah, I mean, they and, want and, that meat. They're, they'll find a way to get it before they want it. Mm. I don't know about well, you know, climbing, a, climbing a fence with a goat. Uh, no, I, I don't even see how they could do it without leaving signs of it. Yeah, you know, I mean, like this, this was like something jumped with this thing, and it's right. I mean, they 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 might have eaten some insides out of it a little bit, but but everything was in was you know the head was still on and all that kind of intact. Stuff, so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was something else. I wouldn't want to meet up with it walking out there in the dark to go get in the boat and stuff in the early in the mornings. Nah, I don't want no uh, part of that. I don't know if you've if you've ever heard a fox scream at you or not, have you? Yeah. So that 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 makes the hair on the back of your neck stand yeah, up well. too. Especially <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> oh shoot. Oh well. I don't guess there's any other creatures around here, but I hardly ever go out there at night without something to 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 ward off whatever. I, I tell you what's going on right now is copperheads. Or the neighbor just sent a picture of a big one she killed yesterday. We we killed uh, nearly everybody out here has killed copperheads right now, so they must be moving around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, I, I don't I don't like snakes. Period. And we had a water mosque and just kept following the boat around yesterday morning. Oh boy! And, he won't and in. I, I, yeah, I, I would kind of move out and circle around, and it, that that gun fish would sit there and just, you know, he he wasn't swimming like he was trying to get in the boat, but he sit there and watch us make a complete circle around him, trying to kind of thinking he'd go to the bank. See, that sucker stayed out there for quite a while, and uh, and I. I <laughs> One of them made a cast over, and I said, "Don't, don't, don't catch that fish." <laughs> I mean that uh, that snake. Cause, you know, somebody's going out of the boat, and it ain't gonna be me. Uh, no, the anyway. snake in the line cut it, and it's gone. Oh, no absolutely. Snake in the boat. Even if it was that sixteen dollar chatterbait. You, know, you believe the it, price of lures nowadays? Uh, it's it's crazy. I mean, one of these traps, one of these uh, rattle traps, or this particular brand, it it was eleven dollars or something like that. Yeah, a little chatterbait. You know, <clears throat> it's, I mean, it's was, nothing for you know a good quality bait. Twelve, fifteen bucks a pop, man. You got to break yeah, them all. I can. Oh. <laughs> that'll get into your pocketbook yeah. after a day of that. <laughs> I went up. I, I actually got on the baffle dike one morning to unhook one. Uh, just, <laughs> just, just. Well, you know, the front of the boat's got that little rubber thing yeah. on the bottom, and nose it up there. And I told the guy, I said, "Just hold this steering wheel straight until I get this lure back." It, it was one of those. I forgot whose name was on it, but it was. It was like eighteen something, nineteen. Oh something. yeah. And uh, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd that's that's worth retrieving. Things. Oh yeah, and and this little old chatterbait, you throw this thing and end up in that bull rush, and and the only way you can get that stuff picked up half the time is to back into it. Yeah, you, you got know? to back in there and go get it, man. Yeah, and and pick it up, but it it was worth doing it. So, knock on wood, I've only Bob. lost one of those this year. 
It's time to go, huh? And we're out of time already. Right. That that was a fast segment, man. Well, look, right, if somebody wants long. to call you about coming up and fishing with you, give them some info. It's time to go. Yeah, it's two, yeah it is. 281-460-9200 or FayetteCountyBassFishing.com. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll talk to you, you later. You too, Bob. Good talking to you, man. I'll talk to you, you next too. week, bud. All right, All later, right, man. Later. All right, that's Mr. Bob Green up at Fayette County Reservoir. Still pretty good fishing up there. Well, the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament, that tar- started last weekend. It'll run all the way through Labor Day, and it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. Take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions, 120 tagged redfish swimming around in Texas inshore waters right now to fish for, and other species like gaff top, drum, sheephead, flounder, offshore fish for great prices when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Star is brought to you by great sponsors like Whataburger, Showwater Boats, Mustang Cat, Dargle Boats, Haney Boats, Chris's Marine, and McLean Trailers, just to name a few. Go to startournament.org, call 713-626-4222, and sign up today. Hey, folks, Captain Mickey here. If you want to know the latest and greatest in fishing, tune into Texas Insider Fishing Report Thursday nights at 10.30 p.m. on Valley Sports Southwest, or you can find it on AT&T Sportsnet. This show will give you a fresh fishing forecast before the weekend so you can spend more time catching fish. And the Texas Insider breaks down the state into six regions, three freshwater for bass and crappie enthusiasts, and three saltwater for the guys who want to catch trout and redfish inshore and tuna, wahoo, and marlin offshore. So join Dave Farrell, Bree Gabrielle, and my friend Captain Rick Murphy to know what's hot and what's not every Thursday night at 1030 Fridays at 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. on Bally Sports Southwest or AT&T Sportsnet. Check it out. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 437 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to Matagorda now and check in with Captain Tommy Alexander. Tommy boy, what's up? What's up, Mickey? What's up? Oh, not a lot, man. What have you been up to other than catching fish? Oh, trying to, well, uh, <laughs> I don't know catching a lot. I don't know about how many I've been catching. <laughs> hey, there's but... millions of them. They're everywhere. <laughs> Just look look oh, at yeah. dead bug, man. Dead table shots all over the place. Yeah. At least one good thing, I got to see some dead snapper for a change. A little change of pace. Yeah, something a little different. You know, yeah. I didn't see what I thought. I figured I'd see tons of offshore boats, you know, yesterday, and I didn't, right. I didn't hardly see any. I saw maybe a couple, but I, I figured I'd see a lot of them. I didn't. Well, they were running out of Galveston yesterday. Man, I don't, I don't know where they all went because, you know, I think I might have saw two or three, and that was it. One young man I know that uh, he guides uh, – you know, trout and redfish trips, but he went offshore yesterday with some friends and uh, he caught a hundred pound wahoo. Oh, nice. Yeah. Dang, that's huge. How about that? 
triple-digit yeah. wahoo. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty serious. Hmm. Well, I've been trucking long over here, but, I mean, drifting's been a little tough. Man, wading, it seems like there is people getting them wading. I mean, I've talked to several people catching them wading. Uh, but the drifting's been a little tough for me this week. Has it? Yeah, I mean, it seems like we went, we had a couple real good days. You know, well, it started back in the surf, you know, let's go back to there. We we smoked them in the surf for a couple of days. Then the surf got tough. Then it kind of got bumpy. So then I came back to the bay. And then I had one real good day in the bay. And then I went the last two days, I think, in the bay has been tough. Just uh, yesterday was tough for me. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have I mean, I don't know. what we, we were all catching release yesterday. We didn't – my guys didn't want to keep anything anyway. But mm-hmm. as far as actual, I mean, keeper trout, you know, our keepers over here, we probably we probably only caught maybe two or three. Yeah. You know, that would have been – that would have been 17. We caught maybe two or three. <clears throat> and then we caught a few more that were 15 to 16. And then that was really about it. I mean, it was tough. I just well, it all, it all will change September 1st. Well, yeah. is that a sure deal? Because I haven't seen anything. I that's what I, I heard. I mean, that's and I got a memo on it. And it, uh, yeah, it's they're going to. Switch it back. Because I, I just haven't heard anything for sure. Everything I keep hearing is, they, is they're is they hearing it, but I haven't seen anything that said it or anything. Yeah, well, it's, uh, hey, nowadays, fake news. <laughs> it's floating around everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I've been looking, and I haven't seen anything that said that it was, but I've heard that it that they thought it was, but I haven't had anybody, you know, say that they knew it was for sure, but. I figured they would have posted that everywhere, you know. Figured that would have been all over the place. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, if that's the case, yeah, if it goes back to 15, it, yeah, you'll have a lot of keepers over here for sure. Right. We, we do have a lot of 16-inch trout. Uh, but I couldn't catch many of them yesterday. I don't know what it was. I mean, it was blowing pretty good over here. And uh, I don't know. I found a couple couple spots that had decent water. I just couldn't. I don't know. We just couldn't get a bite going. Every time you'd catch one and thought you had something figured out, then you didn't. So anyway, it was a tough day for me. Uh, I did. I know I talked to at least one person though that caught him waiting yesterday. Uh, I don't know. I know that seems to be the most consistent thing anyway is weight fishing. Yeah. But, I mean, I haven't had anybody that wanted to wait, so. Yeah. Well, the fish have been, you know, they've been pretty much shallow all year. Pretty good. Yeah. You know, staying in that, you know, two to four, maybe five foot range. Even if they're around deep water, they're wanting to be up on shallow shell. Yeah. Well, and you know, over here, five foot's about the deepest we got. 
Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's all we got. That's our deep water. <laughs> well, hey, man, you're in the zone. You ought to be nuking them yeah. every cast, Tommy. We're in the zone. <laughs> the whole bay's in the zone. <laughs> yeah, you're in the Tommy zone. Yeah, I don't know. We got, and then we got next week. We got that trio. You know, the big trio tournament coming up. So I'm I'm fishing that like I always do. But I need to. Uh, I'm gonna have to do some wave fishing. Next week, kind of look around and free fish for that a little bit. Yeah, I got one of my team members that's fishing it. That's fishing it, and he's he's going to fish every day next week just to pre fish for us. So that'll be good. Yes, that helps. Yeah, because I got three trips next week that I know I'm not that aren't waiting. So, but that seems to be the the better answer. Yeah, nobody know. wants to get in the water seeing all these shark videos with social media now. You know, it's always been happening, but it yeah. looks a lot more looks a lot more prevalent with uh, all the videos. Oh, Everybody's yeah. got a camera in their hand everywhere they go nowadays. That and stingrays. And oh yeah, even jellyfish. I mean, I hear people yeah. that don't. You know, they're freaked out over jellyfish. They don't want nothing to do with jellyfish. So, yeah. you know, so I just, I can't hardly <laughs> find anybody who wants to wait. I mean, it's literally, it's come There's down creatures to, in the water. <laughs> I used to, I remember when I waited a lot, you know, I waited most of the time. It went from waiting most of the time. And then I remember wait, I was to help people. Well, I wait about half the time. And then yeah. I was like, well, I, I weighed, you know, one trip out of 10. And now I wait about one out of 30. Yeah. Just keeps keeps lower. Yep, times change. That's right. And you know when it's calm over here, <clears throat> if it's been calm for a couple of days, <clears throat> you don't need to wait. You know we can, we can, we got some really good. I mean, East Bay can be very good drifting. I mean, it can be one of the best mm-hmm. drifting bay in the whole state of Texas. You know, but it's very finicky. It's got to be calm. It's got to be, you know, it needs to be calm for about two days. Give it a couple of days of calm, and, and then you got some of the best drifting bay in the whole coast. But when it goes to blowing and turns brown, it goes from one of the best drifting bays in the coast to one of the toughest. <clears throat> but like I said, I, I don't, maybe I'll this summer. Get a little more weight to drift. That's kind of the goal is trying to see if I can get a little more, a few more people to weigh this summer. But yeah, there's definitely plenty of, fish in East, there's plenty of fish in East Bay to be caught. We just got to get the right wind. And like yeah. you said, I do think a lot of them are shallow. I do think a lot are shallow. Matter of fact, the biggest trout we caught yesterday, we were drifting pretty shallow. We were drifting about three and a half. You could have waited where we were drifting. That's kind of what I was doing. I was making some trips down a spot that I would like to wade. I was just kind of drifting down it. There wasn't anybody there fishing. So I got in tight and was just drifting down it. And we ended up catching our two biggest trout doing that. 
Wow. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, <clears throat> I don't fish today, actually, but I fish the next two days. I fish Saturday and Sunday, and then I fish three or four days next week, and then we got the trio next Saturday. So. This whole month really looks pretty busy. The rest of June is pretty busy. June's a good month. Yeah, it's a busy month. My July is not. I was looking last night, actually. I I definitely need some more trips. Well, if July. it don't get too hot, it'll 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 be busy. <clears throat> yeah, I need a few more on there, but but June's pretty busy. The rest of June is. Hopefully, we can just keep a little bit of calm winds. I mean, like I said yesterday, it blew hard. It, yesterday was the hardest wind I've seen with that we've had in a while. Really, it's been pretty calm. Yeah, yesterday blew pretty good. Yeah, it got to blowing. Well, there's not any wind this morning. Is it calm out there? Yeah, like dead calm. Really? No wind at all. I don't think it's supposed to be much the next couple of days, is there? I think the highest wind I saw earlier was five miles an hour at Eagle Point. Everywhere else it was two or less. Mm. Even offshore. All right, Tommy, I got to run, buddy. Hey, if somebody wants to call you about coming down to Matagorda and hooking up with you, how do they get a hold of you, man? Yes, sir. They can uh, look me up on Facebook at Tommy Alexander or give me a call, a text, or leave me a message on my phone at 979-709-8242. All right, man. Well, Tommy, have a good one. I'll talk to you next week. Be safe, man. All right. All right, bud. All right. All right, it's Tommy Alexander in Matagorda. Now let's run down to South Padre and check in with Captain Brian Barrera. Brian, good morning. How are you, bud? Pretty good, sir. How are you doing this morning? Can't complain. It's all good, my friend. All right. Yeah, I'm just up moving around, getting ready to, to hit the water. Hit it again. Hit them hard. Yep, we've been going hard. It's every day but Sunday from here until January. So. Well, that's good. That is good business. Yeah, I, I say that, but I'm actually I'm going on vacation on Sunday for a week to Florida. So, but then well, after got, that, you love sliding over to Florida, don't you? <laughs> nice, nice, quick trips over there. It's good to have friends in in fishy places. You know what I mean? So you can just make a nice, quick, easy, cheap vacation. You know, right? Um, so yeah, we're gonna head over to Florida, do some snook fishing, some tarpon fishing. Hopefully, get a little sail fishing in. Right. That'll be cool, and then after that, it's it's, it's full on grind time for me. I, I start fishing every single day, pretty much after that. So, yeah, it's, I'm ready. For depends it. on what that tropical thing does over there. It's kind of up there towards the Panhandle, but they, they were showing a model that was going to move down the coast and then around the tip of Florida and maybe hit Cuba. I don't know. That's that's weird to see a storm like that going that direction. You just normally yeah, don't see weird. that. That's that storm doesn't go over there. We'll see. Which part of Florida are you going? You going down by the Keys or what? We're going to go to the East Coast down by Stewart. Oh, okay. So I well, think we'll be all cool. right. I mean, of course, in Florida it rains every day at this time of year a little bit. Oh yeah. It's... You look at you look at the weather report for your vacation. Don't do that if you're going to Florida right now because it's going to look like just go make the most of it. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Yeah, you get little afternoon showers and stuff, but usually the fishermen are good in the mornings. So we'll see what happens. I think we'll do good. 
Fishing's been well, good here. Um, it was a rough week the last week, and then this week finally, fishing turned on. We've had a good week. Uh, lots of big fish, lots of nice trout. I believe I went uh, a couple days ago. I had a, a couple guys, uh, and it was a heck of a good time. And the bull reds were just hanging at the jetties, tarpon were rolling, and we were dropping down, catching you know, 34, 32, 35-inch bull reds on literally every single cast until we ran out of bait. I threw my <laughs> cast net again, caught some more bait. We caught them on every cast until we ran out of bait again. Crazy. And then, uh, yeah, and then we ended up with one tarpon, caught one nice tarpon, like a, not a, a big one, just a, a juvenile, a little 30-pounder right. or whatever. And then uh, we still had, you know, we still had an hour left in our, in our day, so we went uh, to the flats took these guys out in the flats and caught limits of speckled trout and the guy sure enough he caught a 28 inch speckled trout so this guy had wow. like a heck of a day yeah he caught like numerous bull reds a juvenile tarpon and then a 28 inch trout that's uh that's a good fishing trip there bud <laughs> you got yourself a good slam today man he's kind of new to fishing you know so i don't know if he knows how good it was but it was pretty cool for him. And then I went yesterday. I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe there's some tarpon here. So I went yesterday to try to tarpon fish. And, you know, your buddies, James and them, will probably have been in this situation before where you're trying to catch a tarpon, and all you can do is catch freaking kingfish on accident. You know, there's a right. lot of kingfish yetis <laughs> right now. And every time I put out a, a live bait, try to catch a tarpon because there's some, some tarpon there too, you know. So every time I put out a live bait, just like immediately get hooked up to a kingfish, you know. Well, that's good caught. to see those uh, those smokers showing up everywhere this year. Uh, Bill yeah, Watkins they, was telling me they were catching them at the Sabine Jetties too. So that's that's amazing. Yeah, they're there. They're thick and they're too big to even fit in the ice chest. So you gotta like good lord. <laughs> you gotta like give them to a friend. I've been just been giving them to a friend whenever I'm out there. You know, because I'll be out there with one or two guys and we catch the kingfish on accident. And they're like, oh, I don't really want it. You know what I mean? Right. And, and my friends are out there trolling for kings with like four people on the boat. Like, you guys want a kingfish? Like, throw it <laughs> on. You know? So that's yeah. that, and we'll see what happens today. And so after today, after all I could do was catch kingfish on accident, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going kingfishing. Well, like the then you thing to do. now you're going to catch uh, tarpon on accident and bull yeah, reds. That's what, I'm really, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that there you go. Go for kings and catch tarpon. <laughs> I feel if I feel like I'm gonna have to really cross my fingers and hope those tarpon will eat some steel cable, uh, steel cable leader that I'm throwing for the kingfish this time. But if right. I start seeing tarpon, then I'll start tarpon fishing. You know, not. what size wire you use on those kings? Uh, I think it's just like fifty pound. Uh, is it that Malin wire that you kind of wrap yourself? You know, it's just a big spool of yeah. wire and you so just I do a hay wire it. twist on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. And uh, I'm doing that. It works pretty good. You know, I mean, I've been trolling and stuff with the big repository. It works real great on toothy critters and uh, kingfish or toothy critters. Yes, sir. I've been trolling with it. Um, but to be honest with you, I don't have as much luck trolling as I do. As I like to spot lock right in the middle of the of the stuff, you know, and I get my baits and I put a, a weight on it and I sink them down about, you know, I just kind of drift those baits down behind the boat and, let them get mm -hmm. down about 15 feet, and I just put them in the rod holder, and they come and eat them. I like I enjoy doing that more than controlling for them. Oh yeah, 
we used to we used to love getting behind the shrimp boats and just using no weight or anything, just steel leader and a hook and uh, an ice fish and just casting it, sling it out there and hang on. Let's get smoked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's they're fun, fun to catch, come, man. People come and they're they're wanting expecting uh, redfish and trout. You tell them that they have a chance for something big at the jetties for the first hour of the day, and they go and all of a sudden. You got a 45-inch kingfish to take a picture with, and before the day even starts, you know, so they get pretty happy. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Brian. Well, hey, man, glad you're catching them up. And uh, somebody wants to come down to South Padre and get hooked up with you and do a little bit of all of it. Y'all got a lot going on, sounds like. How do they get a hold of you? Sure. Easiest way would be a direct call or text, area code 956-755-9413. Or you can check out the website, inshorefishingsouthpadre.com. And you'll actually get back with them and uh, get them on the books, man. Yeah, I, I try to answer all the emails. Sometimes it takes me a day or two because I fish. Uh, I'm fishing, you know, every day, almost all day. So sometimes I get home and I'm just pooped, and I, it takes me a day or two to get back to the emails. But I'll do it. And if not, uh, I answer my phone every time. So Sure. All right, Brian. Well, hey, good talking to you. You have a good weekend, and I'll uh, talk to you next week. You be safe, buddy. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Catch them up. All right, man. All right, that's Captain Brian Barrera down in in South Padre, and it's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.